Nearly 12 minutes past eight, big changes are afoot in the South Korean political arena, which could have a profound impact on key National Assembly decisions, such as on constitutional reform. Remember, the Democratic Party on its own, the ruling camp, doesn't have the power to vote as it pleases. It doesn't have enough lawmakers. And it's not going to get support from the uh, main opposition Liberty Career Party, the main conservative camp. So that has, in recent months, brought in the power of, say, the People's Party and to an extent the Baron Party. You bring those two together and they could have a huge impact. Um, we've got constitutional reform as an issue, but also the upcoming local elections in June. Professor Choi Kyung from Hong University Law School joins us on the line. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, as it's our first time talking to you, let me say Happy New Year for 2018. Obviously, we spoke to you quite a few times in 2017. Good morning to you, and also Happy New Year to you too. Always a pleasure to have you on the line. So, um, as a general forecast, how are you feeling about 2018 for the political dramas that await us? You've really mentioned all the major events that um, are expected this year. We have the local and regional elections in uh, in June. We have the ongoing merger talks between the Baron Party and uh, the People's Party of um, Mr. An Su, and the continued struggle of the the governing party, the Democratic Party, uh, to actually get their agenda passed through the legislature because of the minority position that they actually have um, in the in the parliament. And so, uh, this year is. I think it's going to be a quite a challenging year for the government and the Blue House because we had the honeymoon period last year after the, the May election mm. um, and the president has been riding very high in the polls for a very sustained period of time but he faces lots and lots of challenges both domestically and abroad and the political situation is not really looking, you know, as if it's going to make, make things really easy for him either. Yeah, as we reflected earlier, the fact is like North Korea could well be a wild card. Um, many of us will be watching eagerly to see if this gamble pays off, if, if talks will produce a positive outcome or, or whether they'll backfire, and that could have an impact on on public opinion as well. But coming coming to the political dramas in the National Assembly, the big one, of course, the People's Party's uh, internal vote uh, that has decided the party will merge with the Baden Party. But is that now cut and dry? Are they definitely coming together? Well, it was interesting because they held that internal um, vote by the party members um, uh, whose result was announced on, on Sunday. And I was surprised to learn that, you know, um, around three quarters of those, those who voted actually voted in favour but then I learned that the turnout was really low and only maybe a quarter of the registered party members actually voted, which means that, you know, the strong the support as claimed by Mr. An for the merger isn't as strong as, you know, it claimed to be. Um, I think the merger probably will happen simply because uh, it's really being pushed through very hard by the founding uh, founder of the party, which is Mr. An, and people call the People's Party Mr. An's party, really. Um, and that 
as you say, is going to cause major ripples in the uh, political landscape um, that exists currently. It could lead to a series of departures from the People's Party, particularly. Uh, earlier in the show, I, I sort of stumbled across the description of this as possibly being a, a step backwards to take two steps forward for a, a centrist party here. Um, does that mean, if you agree with that, that the local elections might come a bit too soon for this new camp and that maybe we'll see the real emergence of this party if it is going to be a strong force uh, from next year, perhaps, or later this year? Yes. Um, oh, you know, if the merger does go through, I am not quite sure whether that's going to have really significant impact um, in the June elections. The June elections may actually be quite detrimental for the People's Party because of the possible um, defections that you have already mentioned. You know, the Honam-based uh, members of parliament, um, if the merger does go through, uh, you know, who, who have really been against this merger may in fact defect uh, and either return to the Democratic Party or even create a, a new party as has been claimed by Mr. Park Ji-won, one of the oldest serving members um, mm. in the National Assembly. So the regional election, we don't really know what it, kind of positive effects they will reap from the merger. But I think Mr. An has his eye on the bigger prize, which is really preparing um, to enlarge his base for the next uh, presidential election in, you know, four and a bit years' time, really. As far as the um, main camps are concerned, though, the the Democratic Party, which may then benefit from uh, a handful of additions which won't be a bad thing for them, um, even if it may promote discord and factionalism. Uh, and the Liberty Career Party that I mentioned before, how, how will they be feeling? Because they both um, addressed the local elections in their New Year's addresses. Right. Um, for the Democratic Party, uh, you know, as long as uh, they don't sort of get driven by... Uh, you know, internal rivalries and sectional infighting as they had done previously, I think they are really going to um, uh, sail through in the in the local elections in June. I think a lot of people are frustrated um, that the Democratic Party uh, isn't able to really sort of, um, you know, force through their agenda in the National Assembly. And as a result of that, um, Democratic Party's candidates are likely to do quite well in the local and regional elections, even though they're not necessarily related to the National Assembly. It's really the people's way of, I think, um, sort of showing their support for the governing party. For the Liberty Korea Party, I think things are looking quite um, tough for them. And unless they really engage in some serious internal reforms, um, they they are actually more vulnerable, I think, um, currently than any of the other uh, political parties. Yeah, well, their most powerful role right now is just being a stubborn opposition party, I guess, um, because going forward positively for them is, is a huge challenge, still tainted by the scandals of last year and the, the scandals, actually, that we keep talking about still, like the NIS and, and so on. But... 
what's the prospect for actually getting it right on constitutional reform? Do, do you think we're going to end the year um, and maybe even end the Moon administration without any real progress there, or can you actually see steps forward? Well, you know, constitutional reform was a promise that was made by all uh, parties during the election campaigning, and you know, for the Liberty Korea Party now to come out and say, you know, they are opposed to any kind of reform, is those kind of things that's really sort of calling you know, the people and sort of making them um, against the Liberty Korea Party. I think um, given the promises that are made by Mr. Moon and also the Democratic Party um, and the possibility that the proposal can still be made by the president if no proposal uh, is put forward by the parliament, um, and also given the fact that Mr. Moon has uh, said a number of times that the a, a vote for the constitutional reform should really be undertaken at the same time as the local elections in June mm. to um, save time, costs, etc. I think it's quite possible that we might see we might see a proposal put forward by the president um, rather than one from the National Assembly. But whether that is really going to eat too much into his political capital remains to be seen. Professor Chaw, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure having you on the line, as I said before, and we look forward to catching up with you again in 2018. Thank you very much. Professor Chaw Hikyong from Hongik University Law School. Are we going to see uh, change the constitution? Are we going to see, for example, presidents allowed to serve more terms here, more than one term? Um, and how would that affect the Moon administration? You can see why conservatives at this point would uh, be very cautious um, about aligning constitutional reform with these June elections, which look very tough for the Liberty Career Party as things stand. Again, Powder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message if you want to get in touch. 8711, let me say also Happy New Year to you. Thank you very much for your warm message. And uh, I think this week generally, if anyone wants to send in their own thoughts and messages for 2018, it's a good chance to do so.